Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Earners, what's up? Look, today I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind, a real weight on my shoulders. You know, we all have these moments, big or small, that just stick with us. When we don't talk about these things, then they can start to affect our lives in unexpected ways. That's why having a space to express these feelings is so important. I know firsthand the benefits of therapy. It's been transformative for my friends and family. Therapy can help you learn crucial skills like setting boundaries and developing coping strategies. It's not just about dealing with major events. It's also about enhancing your day-to-day -day life, allowing you to become the best version of yourself. So if you've been thinking about therapy, BetterHelp can be a great option for you. It's entirely online, which makes it super convenient and adaptable to your busy schedule. You start by filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can even switch therapists at any time if you feel the need without any additional cost. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash earnyourleisure today to get 10% off your first month. Remember, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash earnyourleisure. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. You said something that was interesting. You said that um, he told you you had more cash than somebody that was worth $10 million. Yeah. I want to talk about that. But first... What did you invest in? Like the S&P 500? You said you invest in safe stuff. No, I invested in like a lot of things alongside him. Like, I don't know, can we say something? Yeah, yeah well, like Whoop, 
uh, Phase Clan. Oh, so uh, you just started? You did, you just went straight to yeah <laughs> to investing in companies to like yeah. private Bitcoin. I invested in Bitcoin. Forget the, the stock market. Like, you just went straight to the big yeah, leagues. straight to invest in. At the time, I think I invested in Bitcoin like six grand, like uh, uh, a bio company, like just a bunch of stuff spread out. Like so, this is like this is like one of these weird movies. You meet a random white guy at Meek Mill's party that's high. He takes your watch. Three days later, he invites you to his penthouse in Manhattan. You open the door. It's like the Batmobile chamber. And then he, he looks at your portfolio and he's like, this isn't what you should be doing. You should be investing. And then he tells you to invest in FaZe Clan, Bitcoin, Bunch all of these, of just shit. all kinds yeah. of just random things that just skyrocket. Whoop, shout out to Whoop. <laughs> you're like, yeah, this is like, what Eddie Murphy could have been in Trading Places. Yeah. yeah. yeah basically, that's so bad. That exactly is so bad. That. And then with the blessing of Dave. Yeah. As Mike is like, Mike as you know, you know, but Dave kind of like, they both keep me kind of like, Mike is like, Shh, and Dave is like, no, come back down here real quick. But Dave is also like a super risk taker. So he, yeah. ba- I feel like Dave balances out me and Mike. You know what I'm saying? And like, he's great at investing. He'll tell his story. Yeah. So like, my mindset on investing just kept growing and growing and growing. But the one thing I learned from both of them is just take a fucking risk and don't be scared and don't think about the risk after. How much reward comes back. How much of that money did you invest? I think maybe all of it. (laughs) 1.2 off the table. Do you have $1.2 million to your name? Right now? No, at that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had that to your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes and says- And a watch. And a watch. (laughs) He comes, you you, just meet up and he says invest, you should, and you invest every single thing you have. Everything. That's how I always been Listen, to some degree, because he, he, Mel was lucky enough or smart enough to have a good income. So he was making money from yeah, his so business. Yeah, so I was making money. making money. So I knew if I, I knew if I lost all that money, like I would make it back in a year. All right. He wasn't burning furniture. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. this was taking He, he wasn't going to have to sell. It wasn't like, his retirement. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Mike, you said ten guys with 10 million don't have that much money in cash. How much money should how much money should a person have in cash? Again, so much depends on how old you are, what your lifestyle is, and what your income is. Right. So if you have no income, like you retire, you better have a bunch of cash because you gotta pay your rent, you gotta pay your car bill, mm-hmm. you gotta have you know incidental expenses. But if you know you're making Hundred thousand a month, right? You pretty much can cover anything you, you need to to yeah. deal with. So yeah. you can you can really run your investment portfolio with low cash and high risk. Yeah. And so so much is your a your personal risk tolerance and your opportunity set. What I what I realized and one of the things that I wanted to to kind of experiment with in some ways. I mean, it wasn't a mental experiment, but there's not a ton of black wealth. Period. Right. Thirteen percent of the population, one and a half percent of the wealth in this country until that changes, our country's kind of broken. And one of the ways you create wealth is network, right? Mel is a stunningly good networker. You put him in any room and everyone likes him. I don't know if it's his big smile or a dopey face, I don't know. Uh, And so, you know, he he went to the Milken Conference. Next thing you know, he's going to Saudi Arabia, he's in the Mideast and, you know, he's friends with everybody. He met you guys, right? So that ability to network, well, if you grow up in, a bad zip code, hey, you're networking with, you know, people that are, aren't creating a lot of wealth. You put him in a room with wealth creators, he's gonna network and get opportunities. And so now he's bringing more opportunities to Dave and I than we're bringing to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and so a little bit is guidance, a little bit is just introducing people to the networks of money, right? How do you raise capital? How do you find ideas? How do you 
use your political connections to get stuff done. All of that process uh, that lots of people that don't grow up with that never have access to. And that's a little bit the idea of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So we, we got your story. Yeah. We got my story. Dave, we got we got to get your story. So I, I know you said Columbia. Yeah. But your background is in developing real estate, correct? Primarily, yeah. So right. so like, explain to the people how, how you've come to, to prowess yeah. at, at this level. Yeah, you got it. So um, I was uh, I went to Columbia. I was a wrestler there. Um, that was a big part of my life. I went to law school afterwards to Georgetown and um, actually pra- passed the bar in New York, New Jersey and practiced law for about three years in New York. Um, and you know, learned what I had to from that. It was, I think it was a really good base for understanding contracts, how to communicate clearly and things like that. And from that, um, went with my brother into real estate in the, let's say like early mid nineties. Um, my father had done development of affordable housing kind of real estate. So I was, I was schooled, had a little bit of background in it and, um, you know, understood some things and, and, and that was a really good time to start investing in real estate back. That was one of those times like we're almost in now. Mm-hmm. So we started with apartments um, in North Jersey, moved from there to the city. We got into hotels um, in, say, early 2000s. W Standard, uh, Chiltern Firehouse came after that. And, re- and really at that point in time, as I started broadening my investments, started looking into technology, um, other food and beverage and hospitality platforms, uh, biotech at this point in time, you know, mushrooms, crypto. And so like, in a sense, I've been entrepreneurial the whole time and have really, um, I know you guys, you guys had had uh, Steve Harvey on once and I watched the thing and he had like these five rules and I thought they were pretty interesting, Mm -hmm. right? I think Mm -hmm. you had said something about it and it was dream big, have imagination. um, Be grateful. Gratitude, right. Don't fear, you know, control your fear Mm -hmm. and then have faith that it's going to work out. And I think that's really what like entrepreneurism is about. And that's really how I've been living my life in a sense, in in, in a business sense of like pushing into things, even when I was uncomfortable using, you know, I didn't use exactly those five mantras, but but essentially effectively doing that. And so Mm -hmm. that's what really allowed me to push in and and just bring so many opportunities, you know. So when I got involved with, for instance, catch with Mark and Eugene and, and, you know, one of their kind of like founding investors in that, it was really because I'd put them in an opportunity earlier in the W hotel before they had started. And so it's that kind of thing that's always served me well in life, you know, same thing with Mel and, uh, you know, many people, Mike and I, and we just kind of create this network. And, and so it's, I guess it's, it's real estate would be a big portion of what, for sure, what I do and what I focus on, but I do have a bunch of other venture investments that I also pursue. Yeah, I want to personally thank you for Catch. (laughs) It's my my favorite restaurant. It's my kid's favorite restaurant. Yeah, I heard you say that. Like when I left here today, my daughter was like, uh, I said, what do you want to do today? She's like, can we go to Catch? Uh, I was like, interesting enough. I might know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can get your table. Well, that's that's all. That's all. Kudos and uh, gratitude to Eugene Ram and Mark Birnbaum because it was really their entire brainchild and execution. But I was happy to be a part of it. So this is how Larry gets hooked up with Catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hooked him up with Catch. Okay. Yeah, because when the first time I met Larry, 
<clears throat> excuse me, um, we started talking, he started talking about restaurants and I just happened to dr drop that name and he was like, oh, that's my favorite restaurant, you, could, you know, and, there, and then I was like, oh, I could definitely yeah, we had dinner in my happen. House. <laughs> and then about a month and a half, two months later, we had dinner in Mike's house and that's where that started. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.